Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is January 22nd, 2024. We're here for your WWE Raw post-show review. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please tap that bell for notifications. We have just an unreal amount of content coming to you guys on YouTube uh, this week. Starting with last week, we had a uh, three-plus-hour compilation of wrestlers talking about the Royal Rumble. I did a sit-down video here in this studio uh, talking about seven things I would change about the Royal Rumble. We had an interview with R-Truth that went up today. We're going to have more interviews from Tampa this weekend. But on Tuesday, noon Eastern, we've got a 40-plus minute feature on CM Punk, how the 2014 Royal Rumble actually led directly to the 2024 Royal Rumble and his television return and how it was connected from that very moment to him coming back. A ton of stuff here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Also, uh, you'll probably see interviews from Tampa and Royal Rumble from uh, the woman to my left, right? Depending on which which way you're, you're looking at the screen. Denise Salcedo, how you doing? Yo, what's up? It's Royal Rumble week. You're ready? I'm ready. It's I Royal am. Rumble we, week. Come on. We've got, go. a big, we got a big couple of weeks. I just mentioned all that content. I know you. You're going to put out a ton of videos uh, this weekend from the junkets and the stuff that we're doing. We've got the Royal Rumble. I'll be flying back the day of. We're going to have just an insane number of scoops on FightfulSelect.com. I'll brag about that later. But then, Denise, Wednesday, January 31st, 6 p.m. Eastern, 
we have the Fightful Awards. Listen to these bad boys. These are heavy duty, my friend. We have spent an (laughs) awful lot of money with these. Oh my gosh, these are these are incredible. I'm very proud of these awards. Uh, we are handing out an awful lot of them. I was very happy with how many wrestlers said, hell yeah, I want those awards, especially when they saw them last year. And if you would like to sponsor one of the Fightful Awards, contact myself, Kate, or the Fightful or Fightful Select accounts. You can also contact us right on Fightful Select. It's $100 for an ad read. Helps us chip away at those costs. But Denise, uh, without naming names, you did see a couple of the acceptance speeches. We have some pretty good stuff in order. Do you think they would have said yes if you would have just given a little ribbon and a little certificate, like the ones that they used to give you when you were student of the month? You know, I wanted... (laughs) Jimmy definitely tried to talk me into something less expensive originally. (laughs) I'm sure he did, yeah. And then when he saw how good they were, he was like, that's what we're doing every year. He said, that's what I want. We want something where the talent that we cover, because, you know, listen, there are some that like what we do there are some that hate what we do but we're gonna at least let them know that if they they are the standouts that our audience appreciates uh that we we definitely appreciate that you know the sacrifices they make so i'm very excited for that uh january 31st wednesday 6 p.m eastern i am so excited you guys um it's gonna be a good time we got a lot of great stuff in order but uh, as a reminder guys leave that thumbs up Get those uh, Humper Chats and Super Chats in. That's how you get your question or statement read on the air. A little bit of a programming note. I'll be doing my live Q&A on Fightful Select on Tuesday. And uh, we thank our moderator, Luis, for helping us guide this show. We already have a Humper Chat in uh, where Tony P says, is there some expectation trope or beat you have for wrestling that was created because of WWE that you know isn't a must-to-have an effective or great wrestling match and story, but it's so baked in that you have overcome it at times when analyzing shows. I was asked this today, Denise, and I said probably just the way that people talk to each other because if somebody came up to me and said, Sean Ross Sapp, you see, I'd go, what the hell are you talking about? What What is going on here? It'd be like why, in the Truman Show. I'd be like, why are you talking like this? Is there a trope for yourself that it is like that? I don't get the question. Like something that exists in wrestling that is so just totally wrestling that you overlook because it's so baked in. I don't know. Would it count to use certain words that you only use in pro wrestling, but like in real life? I don't think I understand the question. (laughs) Denise. I'm not understanding the question. My God. My God, he tried. He tried. It is something that is so baked into wrestling. Okay. That you almost only see in wrestling and you just overlook it to enjoy the show. Okay. So, would it count being like a wrestler's music playing when they come out, when they run out to do an attack? Would that count? Sure. Okay. I'm sorry. I just thought the question was a little confusing. I'm sorry. It wasn't that confusing. It wasn't that confusing. Well, it sounded confusing. There was a lot of words in there. I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) What is there? Is there a wrestling program you thought was really bad most of the way through, but after its completion, analyzed it, and then suddenly realized it was done the right way overall, not as bad as you thought it was? Uh, Yeah, I remember. um, I feel like it was the Pope, Kevin Nash, Sting, and Samoa Joe did this angle in TNA. 
that I didn't think made any sense at the time. And they were looking at Hogan and Bischoff and they're like, guys, and then they looked like heels and they were pointing at Hogan and Bischoff and they go, we don't trust these guys while Bischoff and Hogan were the baby faces. And then eventually Hogan and Bischoff turned heel and it was revealed that those guys that were trying to warn people about Bischoff and Hogan were the baby faces all along. Uh, I think that was maybe a little too big brained at times uh, as well. But well, bless uh, your soul, though, for me, like if a show sucks or something like I'm watching it once and that's it. I'm never circling wow. back ever again. Now, if a show is great or something is great, then, yeah, I'll watch that like a million times. And, you know, I go back and watch stuff that I remember caring about fondly. And then when I go back and I'm like, OK, good, it still holds up. Sometimes I'm scared to go back and watch certain things that I thought were great at a certain time because I'm afraid that they're not going to hold up. So thankfully, yeah. I've been lucky in everything that I liked back in the days. It still it still gets a, a reaction out of me. Jay Miller says, how do you feel about the lighter Rumble card this year? Do you know anything about Finn's contract per Raj Geary's tweet earlier? Raj Geary claims that Finn Balor's contract is up after WrestleMania. I have not confirmed this as of yet. What I can tell you is there are a lot, a lot of WWE contracts that are up this year that have not been broached as of yet. And I mean... A lot. I don't know what they're going to do with those, but I will look into it. Uh, right now, the Royal Rumble has four matches. Last year, it had five. I wouldn't doubt that they'll add like one more match, but also, Denise, if they go an hour for Royal Rumble one, an hour for Royal Rumble two, you know Roman's entrance is taking at least two and a half hours on its own. Uh, but I mean, seriously, that match is probably budgeted for 40 minutes with entrances and everything. KO and Logan Paul, probably another 2030. That is a three-hour show right there if that's how they want to keep it, Denise. Yeah, I would much prefer it if they did something. I mean, to be honest, one extra match, I don't think it's going to make or break a really huge difference. So whether sure. they keep it at four, whether they do five, uh, it's cool either way because we know what their shows have been looking like the last couple of, you know, the last couple of months and actually longer than a couple of months. Their shows have been, you know, pretty streamlined for the last couple of years. Just Mass says, any word on Randy? Saw he missed an advertised house show appearance. Hope he's okay. Yeah, he was filling in for, for Rollins. And he wasn't on the show tonight, was he? He wasn't, or he wasn't, or he's on SmackDown. So that, that's, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm so like ingrained in my head that he would be on Raw. I, I don't know. But um, if he misses SmackDown, then that'd be cause for concern. But um, I, I haven't heard anything as of yet. Do you think we see McAfee in the Rumble or on commentary? I imagine he is in Tampa Sunday. I mean, I think he could come out, do a quick little Rumble appearance, get eliminated, but a lot of it depends on, on his schedule. And uh, I know it's easy to say, oh, well, college football season is over. So that guy has always got some stuff going on. But you leave WrestleMania and Royal Rumble weekend open. I think there's a, a solid possibility from at least uh, to, to possibly see him. I'm not yeah, reporting so. that. Yeah. I mean, he surprised us at the WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, we weren't expecting to see him there. That was kind of cool. So maybe we will see him at the Rumble. I think it'd be fun to get uh, one of those like surprise entrance. Be Pat McAfee. That'll be a good time. TF says uh, rumor on X from Aaron Varble that Kevin Patrick is off SmackDown. Any truth? I'm looking into it. It wouldn't surprise me. He's a very very nice guy though. A uh, fantastic soccer commentator. It's just the the wrestling end of things hasn't quite hit. Jonathan Corona says this shot, this question goes to Sean and Denise. If you guys were Triple H, how would you create the stage for Raw and SmackDown and WrestleMania if you guys were in charge? 
Uh, I mean, okay, well, they here's how they weigh it. That they can apply their travel logistics, have the set that they have, not have to worry about adjusting anything really in particular. It's pretty uniform, and they save a ton of money. However, if I were them... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer... A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I would vary them up a little bit. I would make them a little. I, I liked it when SmackDown debuted on Fox. because It was just a bit different. Uh, I would bring back something identifiable like the fist or the oval. More detailed. Like we don't have like the, every stage has sort of been a little bit more like very modern, a minimalist type of look. And I, I like minimalist stuff and I like what they do with the big screens and all of that. I'm interested in that. But I personally prefer stages, like you said, um, that have a little bit more of something unique to them. So like, for example, when you said the big fist, everyone knows what you're talking about when you're talking about the one with the little uh oval arches everyone knows what you're talking about if you were to, to describe today's stage tonight's raw you pro- exactly. everybody would be like oh which year was that when was that what how was that and then when it comes to wrestlemania my favorite stages are the ones that are very 
in theme, like the theme of that WrestleMania. Obviously, it's very easy for certain ones, like when they did WrestleMania 39, when they did WrestleMania 21 in Hollywood. Those were very Hollywood uh, themes. But I like it like that when we get like, oh, this is the theme for this WrestleMania. So this is going to match the stage. I completely agree. Um, I I like that. I like specialized sets for pay-per-views and stuff like that. Um, I I miss them a lot more now. I mean, there were people complaining about them five or six years ago, and I was like, I don't give a damn. Now I do. And also, the big video screen doesn't mean as much now because they don't show the matches up there anymore. They don't broadcast them like up there on, on those big, big screens. It's usually for promos or what they do a lot now because they don't have the Titantron videos as much. It's just if somebody's music hits and you don't happen to know who it is, you can look up there and see their name up on the Titantron. And that's, that's about it. Yeah. That's why like the whole time, no matter where you sit, you tend to be like looking up. So like last year for WrestleMania 39, I was in the floor, but the whole time when I couldn't see when people were standing, I was having to look up, but it was great though, because at SoFi, they have that really long band of, screen so like literally everywhere so it was like i literally always was looking up to like see everything but uh anyways that was cool i love sofi man that's a good that jonathan corona also says sean and denise in your opinion what do you want to see at the rumble where do you guys think okada will land WWE or AEW? i think he'll go to AEW, but that's just a guess right now it's not not a report didn't he say he wanted to re- wrestle at mania you know who can get it done triple h i mean quite honestly he could say Hey, Triple H, I would like to come in and re- work WrestleMania. They put him and Nakamura in a match. That's going to get the entire country of Japan watching WrestleMania, which is a very specific target to hit. And then he could go do whatever the hell he wanted. Um, as far as what I want to see at the Rumble, I want I would like to see Bailey win the Royal Rumble at this point. I would like to see Roman Reigns retain. I want to see, I think Logan Paul is going to retain and set up a mania match with somebody. And uh, I want to see Cody Rhodes win that Royal Rumble again. Uh, I I don't want CM Punk to win it. I like him as a performer. I just think the story is better if he doesn't win it. Denise, see, what do you want? I want to CM Punk to win it because I don't want to feel like we're restarting all over and trying to tell the story that we just told last week, like redoing our homework. So step one, I know I got this part of the algebraic equation correctly, but I didn't get to the answer. So I need to figure out how to get there. I'm sorry. I feel like it would be a little bit just like the exact same thing. I, I think for me, I would like it to be something a little bit different. Like, I don't know how we get to Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, but I just don't want it to be the exact formula that we went through last year. Wrestle Talk Canada says, how many realistic surprise entrances uh, do we see this year, both women's and men's? Well, they've only announced seven entrants for the men's. So I think there's a chance that we see quite a few, and I'm okay with that. I, I know that some people, if there's too many, they go, Oh, but put the current superstars in. I mean, okay, sure. These people are going to get opportunities to be in Royal Rumbles. Dana Brooke was in like four of them, four or five of them before she was let go. Um, I think that there are some good opportunities to integrate NXT talent as well. Uh, I would like to see like Wendy Chu, JC Jane involved. Um, I would like, assuming Wendy Chu is okay now. Um, I think there are some, legends that you could put in there although not nearly as many I was gonna as say who 
but I mean, like me, I would love to see like a flash funk in there. I, I wouldn't give a damn. Like somebody, somebody that we haven't seen before. That's that's what I, I would do like, like to those. Do. I do like those rare ones where you're like, oh my god, I haven't seen this person in years. Oh my god, I forgot this person existed. Uh, yeah. Things like that. But uh, I think you could probably do a lot. You know what I love too when we saw like your Tory Wilsons coming into like the women's rumble. Like I love that. Um, I think with the NXT talent, you can probably do a lot more of the women in the women's rumble from the NXT talent. Uh, I think for the men, there's more so just like limited spots, but I can see it a little bit more with the women because they got a lot of women on the NXT side of things that I think will kind of be a nice surprise if they came into the women's rumble. Joel Woods says, uh, what are the chances that Finn Balor stays? I think they're pretty good chances. I think there are very, very good chances that he stays. I haven't heard an update on uh, his contract as of yet, though. Like that, that story just came out, or that that tweet rather just came out. So, uh, but we got. <laughs> Let me check the name on this one real quick. Quote: The Raven says, "Murder, arson, sexual harassment, graffiti, and slavery laws do not apply to pro wrestling." That's what I overlook while watching pro wrestling. That's a that's a fair point. Uh, Meet Norma says, hi, buddies. Missed the 2019 Mania go-home show with Becky, Charlotte, Ronda, and two police cars. You know, when go-home shows were men, that was an incredible <laughs> go-home segment. That's one of my favorite ever. It just got crazier and crazier and crazier. When go-home shows were men. Put that on were a T-shirt. Brandon Charles Powell says, you see, Denise and Sean and everyone else. I hope each and every one of you enjoy the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I hope you guys are here with me. Uh, I'm planning on doing a post-show after the Royal Rumble. I'm flying back the day of. I won't have Wi-Fi for about two hours, so uh, our, our good friend Corey Brennan will be manning the scoops on Fightful Select during that period. But I have let both my family and WWE know, if my plane gets delayed one time, I am getting in an Uber with my luggage and just driving right back to the venue and watching the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to oh figure out. Oh, my God, Sean. Why do you always make this so complicated for yourself? what i'm going home i know but i'm just saying like was that like the only option like in terms of like i wanted to go and home and cover the royal rumble and i wanted to be able to cover it from my office yeah you stress me out mm. sorry denise you're not built like me oh yeah ben says <laughs> wwe sure did promote surprises in the rumble more than usual they must have some unique stuff planned yes and this isn't a spite book company like it was under uh, Vince McMahon either. So uh, you know what? I think that we probably will see some some pretty cool stuff there. And you know what, guys? If you want to see even more cool stuff, check out NordVPN. How many times have you seen it? A big-name wrestler gets hacked. They're trying to sell PlayStations or something on their Twitter. They need that NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not just for that. But all their sensitive files, their, their, their storyline information, their pitches, their private documents. You want NordVPN.com slash Fightful to protect you when you're on the road or when you're at home. When you're at home, you can put it on your router. It protects everything. You can put it on your phone, laptop, desktop, PC. But on the road, whether you're at the hotel connecting to that Wi-Fi, the airport connecting to that Wi-Fi, the event center even, you want to have some protection for your devices and nordvpn.com slash fightful does that in addition 
You shield your data from snoops and criminals, protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi, secure every device you own, and add extra layers of security to your digital life, in addition to all the great features we tell you about all the time. They also have 24-7 support if you need that help. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If you missed that old WWE Network layout, check out NordVPN. WrestleTalk Canada says, first, thank you for the chat with Matt Cardona, maybe a Wade Barrett, Mickey James, even the outside chance of Mercedes Monet move the needle a bit. Mercedes is not going to be in the Royal Rumble. If she is in the Royal Rumble, the bigger story will not be that she is in the Royal Rumble. It will be what shit is about to go down between WWE and AEW because there would be pretty big ramifications there. Uh, Mickey James, I think that's very possible. Also, I mean, the most buzz I've seen out of OVW outside of the Netflix show was the fact that they hired her to head up a lot of the creative for the women. Um, Wade that was a Barrett, smart move. It was very smart. It, it was a great move. Wade Barrett, I think, would be possible. I think Matt Cardona is going to be on the Jericho cruise, so don't think he'll be able to. Meet Norma says, Mickey James, AJ Lee in the Rumble. Okay, so here's my theory, Denise. They get to number 30. There, there are some people, despite the uh, incredibly credible reports that Fightful Select, best $5 in the business, don't listen to Colt Cabana. Uh, based on that, they, they still might be disappointed, Denise. But if AJ Lee comes out, I don't think they'll be that disappointed, Denise. Oh, of course. Okay, so you're saying that if Mercedes Monet doesn't show up, people are going to be disappointed because oh, she, she's that not. Still think that she's not because there's people yes. that still think that she's showing up. But if AJ Lee shows up, that'll make well. If AJ Lee shows up, I do think it would be like this big moment of like people going, "Oh snap!" Because I don't think a lot of people were expecting her to come back uh, to WWE to come back to the ring. So I think that would be very, very uh, a big moment. I would, I would actually really like that. Honestly, I really would. But again, I feel like I don't know if it's a little far fetched or not. I mean, obviously CM Punk's there now, so there is that possibility. Yeah. But I'm sure that this is also just more so of like what she wants to do. And in terms of Mercedes Monet, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, you know, I guess just don't get your hopes up. And if she does come out, then it's just like, okay, well, yay. What a surprise. Yeah. Steph, the writer says, if you could have anyone from any promotion, who would be your surprise rumble entrance? Anyone well, I mean, from they, any promotion? I mean, if it's anyone from any promotion, I'd say God. MJF. I mean, that'd, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would, sincerely say the young bucks i would have cody there's too and CM many options <laughs> i know but i mean i would i would have cody and cm punk in the ring and all of a sudden one of the but you could only have one i said, know she said one entrance so pick either no no, uh, no, 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 or no. Nicholas. no she did not say entrance she said entrance but okay, fine, fine. The awkwardness of cody and the bucks the history of the bucks and cm punk that is still that is now one of my dream programs now i want to see cm punk Work with the elite in the future. I don't think it'll ever happen, but that's what I would love. Brandon I think Charles a lot of Powell, people would love that. Yeah, Brandon Charles Powell says, do you think we see Ty Dillinger at number 10? That's the one that I look at, and I'm like, that would be perfect. He hits at number 10. That music hits. People are going to go nuts over that. I think that would be great. Imagine they have him come out at number 11. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to more of those Super Chats, Humper Chats later. We are 22 minutes in. We have not even kicked off the show yet, so let's get into it. Seth Rollins confirms the unfortunate Fightful Select report. 
that he has a torn MCL and a partially torn meniscus. Denise, we reported this on Fightful Select on our free tier on uh, Friday, I believe it was. What did you think when you heard the news? Uh, Seth Rollins confirmed uh, that today, but he's sticking around and trying to do mania. So when the news first came out, I think along everybody, the exact same thoughts were, oh shit, is he going to be at WrestleMania? Dang, there goes Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. Who the hell is CM Punk going to face? That was like the first initial thoughts in all of this. And um, today with this whole thing, I think that the second that, See, they kind of played it in a way where they made you think, oh, he's going to be out of WrestleMania, right? Because the first thing that I noticed, and it was something so tiny, so small, was when he came out that in his lower third, they had on the side, it said 240 days as champion. And I'm thinking, damn, are they telling us that because he's about to vacate the championship? And so they did that little thing. And I thought that was kind of smart of them to do because it kind of put some doubt into you but then when he came out and he said the whole thing about three to four months that's when I thought huh okay they are probably pushing this a little bit more because so on Saturday on Busted Open we had talked to this doctor Dr. David Chow who gave us like a breakdown like an actual you know medical breakdown of you know what had been reported in regards to Seth Rollins, what he was dealing with. And he had speculated that he would be out between four to six weeks. So I'm thinking, oh shit, four to six weeks versus what Seth Rollins is saying. He has three to four months, obviously doesn't add up. So I'm thinking, okay, this is probably going to lead to either with surgery. He said, right. With surgery. So I was thinking, okay, one or two things is going to happen. One, He's going to get attacked right now. And then they're going to later on say, oh, there's been further damage and he's going to be out for even that longer. And then this is what's going to happen to the championship. And then the other one was, okay, he's just trying to uh, swerve us. And when he did say that he was going to be at WrestleMania, I was like, damn, I applaud him, but damn. That's what I heard this weekend was that he was planning, you know, barring some unforeseen setback, he was planning to do that. And a lot of people looked at that torn MCL and they said, oh, well, th that's that's it. He's done. No, it, you can rehab that. Possibly you can rehab that. They'll find out more uh, later on this week about whether what like what the, the real possibility of that is. But if that guy can stand up and have a match, he's going to have a match. And I mean, uh, there was some good stuff. He didn't come out in crutches. He was yeah. able to get into the ring. I mean, that's a, a good brace. sign, right? I mean, of course, he has a knee brace, but still. Broadway Joe says any chance Seth is working through the MCL to avoid injury time add, added to make sure he's available in time for all out in early September. I think that's a stretch, but uh, I do not pretend to understand the motivations of these people. Maybe, maybe not, but I, I highly doubt that. Irwin says that Roman needs to get his ass to Australia and give Seth a break. Yeah, if Seth's not on that show, they definitely do. And Will says it's crazy how long Gunther has been on the main roster. Him and Seth haven't went face-to-face. -face. Well, they did at Survivor Series, but just briefly. Gunther inter interrupts Seth Rollins, and he says, you know what, we've avoided each other for quite a while, but I just want you to know, I'm winning the Royal Rumble. I'm picking you, and I'm going to go after your back. I'm going to go after your knee, and I'm going to hold the world championship. These are just two well-booked, very protected talent, Denise. And that's what we're starting to see a lot of. You know, there there were times, I, I, I 
can't remember who I think it was Swerve and Hangman. I would see a lot of people say, well, neither one of them can afford to be afford to take a loss. And I said, good. That's what you need in wrestling. You need more. Who would win this? Who can afford to lose this match? Who can, who? That's what you need. You need more protected wrestlers going up against each other. And then one of them wins, one of them loses. And the story is how do they deal with it coming out of that? I loved everything about this. I, I think that Gunther's the perfect pro wrestler. Dude, when Gunther came in and he had the whole, uh, when the second his music hit, that was when I thought, oh, Gunther's going to come out and he's going to take out Seth Rollins and this is going to eliminate Seth Rollins from even having any sort of chance at going for WrestleMania. That's honestly what I thought there. At one point, I thought Imperium was going to come out and attack him from behind. Like, I was expecting all of these other things. I wasn't expecting for Gunther to necessarily be like, oh, I respect you. You are a workhorse champion. So am I. And so it kind of threw me off where I'm like, all right, what's going to happen next? All right, he's saying all of these nice things, but what's going to happen next? And then when he said that he was going to win the Royal Rumble and come after Seth Rollins, I thought, well, one, I freaking love that because we've been talking so much about how Gunther is literally the strongest champion or one of the strongest champions in WWE right now. And I feel like a lot of times they've sort of kept him in this area where it's like, yeah, he's a strong champion, but he's the intercontinental champion. He's not the world heavyweight champion. So we're not going to see him in that same light. And so I felt that this confrontation with Seth Rollins finally felt like we were seeing Gunther in that same light as Seth Rollins in terms of a strong workhorse champion, regardless of whether or not, you know, the Intercontinental Championship is, you know, just one, one slot below the World Heavyweight Championship. It felt like, yes, this is the right man to be here because this man has been proving himself. He's been a dominating champion. So why the hell shouldn't he be confronting your current World Heavyweight Champion? So that's what I really liked about that. And the other thing that I liked about this was I just wasn't expecting Gunther to come out during this. And I thought, like, the whole time I I was thinking, all right, I know they've been promoting Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins the entire week. I know that, but I was still expecting, I mean, sorry. Um, yeah, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk the entire week, but I was still expecting for somehow, some way for, um, for CM Punk to come out and have something to do with, with Seth Rollins during this. And so when it was Gunther instead, I was, I was surprised by it, honestly. This uh, carries over into New Day and Imperium because as Imperium come out, New Day jump them. And they have just done an incredible job heating up this feud. Like these two teams that don't have a title, haven't been winning a whole lot. They have been beating the brakes off of each other, Denise, in singles matches. I mean, multiple guys in this feud have been hurt and they haven't missed a beat. They're like, oh no, we're going to play off of that. And we're going to make this as violent as possible. They brawled to uh, the crowd area up like where a lot of the production is done. And they ended up just all getting laid out. Like, I can't even remember specific moves from this match because they're just fighting each other. And that's not really something we've seen a lot of out of New Day. And uh, six, six J on 6 says, I really enjoyed the camera work during New Day and Imperium. Have you noticed a different feel to the way it's shot? Oh boy, have I ever. From those promos, FightfulSelect.com reported uh, that now that Kevin Dunn hit the bricks, Jeremy Borash and his team, 
they were able to do a lot of those promo styles like we saw with Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, Kevin Owens. These were all shot at the Performance Center, we had reported, but they're able to sneak a lot of those in. So that's different. A lot of the, the, the lack of camera cuts and zooms and shakes is different. Just the way that they let things breathe is different. I often point back to Maven eliminating Undertaker, and I think that was some of the best camera work WWE ever did. You saw the Undertaker's face, facial reaction. You saw Maven's in the background. You didn't see some random donk that paid 100 bucks to come watch the show going, ah, what? <laughs> because you could see them in the background doing that. You could see them throwing their arms up and stuff like that. You didn't need the to go off of the action for it. I've noticed a major difference, but Denise... I've I've loved this feud. It's been incredible. What have you thought? It's definitely been picking up since the last time we spoke about it to this time. But you know what I liked about this? That it just felt new. Like how it's kind of been rare that, or maybe I just don't remember, but I don't feel like we've seen any tag teams really go out into the crowd and have like actual moments like this. Usually it's like singles matches, those types of stuff. I feel like it's been a while since we've had tag teams go out there and have a stunt, a spot like the one that they had today with the tables and the little stage platform area. All of that kind of felt new. And so with, like just with just with doing something different, it added this new like breath of life into this whole thing. So I liked this a whole lot. Jay Uso gave New Day some ice packs backstage. It's interesting to see them like on on the same page. Uh, Kofi Kingston then makes a challenge for next week's Raw for the Intercontinental Title. Uh, hell yeah, that's gonna be good. hell yeah. They announced a couple of good matches too. Like yeah, the Bronson uh, Reed Jay Uso yeah. one. When I saw that, I was like, dang, I'm really looking forward to that. We got Ivy Nile uh, defeating Valhalla. Ivy looked good. Valhalla did not. Uh, <laughs> that was my takeaway. I love Val uh, Ivy Nile using the Bulldog as a finish. It didn't seem like Valhalla was like brought in to wrestle this run. And then... Some things changed, and now she's wrestling. I guess when used in very short spurts, it's not that bad, but it feels like we have seen multiple people who were not brought in to be wrestlers used in wrestling capacities on cable TV of late, and it hasn't worked out. Uh, Ivy Nile, what, I'm excited to do media with her this week because I think that she is going to be one of the breakout stars of 2024 like the finish but that was about it this was unfortunately very very rough when we saw ivy nile with rhea ripley like that was a phenomenal match right like we we're all digging it and everything unfortunately this one here with valhalla and i've mentioned it before because this is not the first time that we've seen this kind of a performance from valhalla uh not too long ago i remember being on here talking about another match of hers where it just wasn't meeting the standards that you get on WWE Raw when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. And when you think of this is the main roster, like when you have women wrestling on the main mm -hmm. roster, you want like the very best, right? Like that's the whole thing. You want the very best. And I just think to myself like, damn, there is like 
way better performers over on the developmental side for the women where I'm like, that could be a spot there. Like if they're not on TV and we're seeing this kind of a match on Raw, it kind of feels like, uh, I don't know, I'm looking, I feel like I'm looking at this backwards, you know, like that should be, uh, that was, I don't know, it, it just wasn't good. And it just, it, it does, it lowers, when you get matches like that, it kind of brings down the yeah. division and you don't want that. Yeah, I would rather this have been a, a squash match, honestly. Jonathan Corona says, I want to ask you guys this. If you guys ran a company like your own, would you guys prefer private or public? Um, private, if I'm just running it like I am now. Public, if I want the ability to cash out uh, virtually. Say, it depends on how much money I've got. There you go. <laughs> Infinite Paradox says, Sean, how are you more Hollywood Salcedo than Denise? Denise, how are you more SRS than Sean? A 30 Wait, in what sense? Breath. I, how the fuck, how, how are you more Hollywood and I'm more Sean Ross? Well, I'll tell you how. See where I stay at any given show. See where Denise stays. Denise puts herself in the line of fire Sean, at some of the places she picks to stay. Sean, oh I'm God. from Los Angeles. I don't get scared of things the way that you do. <laughs> oh, I don't. Denise. <laughs> Sean. Sean, Denise. you're from there. Were, there was a man stalking your apartment. Yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, no, this is where I die. Like, this is it, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry. I I do what is necessary. I'm not going to go out there and be, like, recklessly spending my money when I work so Didn't hard for it. break and the earn window in your dollar. Airbnb? No, oh, dude, that was fucking crazy. Sean, See? remember I told you what happened to me? Did, I, did I share this on Twitter? bombs on the air. Did I share this on Twitter? BTW, oh, like, really? honest to God, to anybody that ever gets an Airbnb, take pictures of what it looks like when you leave because that apartment in San Antonio, I left. That was the man, the one where the man was watching me. I left, right? I went home, all of that. I came, I came home, checked my messages on Airbnb, and they were telling me that I smashed the mirrors of the Airbnb and they sent me pictures of smashed mirrors. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't me. I was gone. I, I even ended up leaving a whole day early. And so that was like some, that was the scariest thing I've ever experienced because they were accusing me of doing something I didn't do. And so anyways, take pictures of the Airbnbs. But honestly though, I've had nothing but good experiences be besides that. Well, the scariest thing a lot of men experience is shaving down there. Those big nasty pubes. Thankfully, Manscaped has you covered. They got that skin safe technology on what you ask on a lot of stuff. Anything in the bathroom to keep you groomed, they've got body wash, shampoo, conditioner, uh, body buffers, but they've also got that lawnmower 5.0. They got that weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. They got beard trimmers. They've got complete beard grooming kits at manscaped.com. And you use that code Fightful, you'll get a great discount and free shipping as well. It's fantastic. Everything you need to stay smelling good looking good in the bathroom when they get into wet wipes it's over for everybody it's over nobody's even going to need to go to the store for that stuff anymore because manscaped is going to make sure that you are well taken care of not only that they have a lot of packages as well to help out your package but not just your package your whole body your hair your beard everything is covered with manscaped.com and that code Fightful. Again, get a great discount and get free shipping. 
that uh, lawnmower 5.0 is fantastic. It's got an LED spotlight. It's got a great charge. It's wonderful. Got a lot of attachments for that beard trimmer. The best beard trimmer I have ever used comes from Manscaped. Check them out. Will Chisholm says, not trying to shoot on Kevin Dunn. His work used to make my daughter's head hurt. It's just easier to watch now. Yeah, I mean, it, it was bad. It was bad. Nikki Cross was walking around at ringside. So they're keeping that going. Will says, whether WWE knows it or not, them putting over OVW is really helping them. Well, if they do had Mickey James on there, I don't think it would be mandated they bring that up. But what's the percentage Nick Gage is in the Royal Rumble? Less than 1%. <laughs> I would pop so hard, though, if Nick Gage came out of the Royal Rumble. Yes. I would just, like, run to my kitchen, get my pizza cutter, and just run around in the living my room God. with my pizza cutter up in the air. That would Bronson be hilarious. Bronson Reed, uh, Tunde says, are we getting Gunther and Bronson Reed at the chamber? Aussie return says, are we getting uh, that for, uh, actually, he he just sent that twice. Well, I I don't think we're getting him and Seth Rollins at the Elimination Chamber now. So maybe so. Um, Wait, we're talking about Gunther, Bronson Reed happening at the Elimination Chamber? Please. Because Bronson, which I mean, here's the thing. I don't know if, Gunther is able to work outside the country right now because of his, his visa green card status. Cause there were some issues regarding that. Now Seth Rollins is dealing with that knee injury. He might not wrestle till then or wrestle till mania. I guess we'll see. I hope Miz, Miz is uh, getting a little bit over. I don't know who the hell this match is booked for, but the crowd wanted our truth really, really bad. Denise, something very important that R-Truth told me. Uh, He said that J.D. McDonough's big-ass head could be a benefit and a detriment in the Royal Rumble because he could use it as a battering ram, but also he's very top-heavy. And his big-ass head could make him tip over the top rope (laughs) much easier than others. Now, J.D. McDonough, according to BetOnlineAG, our wonderful partner, is a plus- 15,000 to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, Ilya Dragunov has better odds than him. Roman Reigns has better odds than him, and he isn't even in the match. Uh, Other people who have better odds than him. Okada and MJF have better odds at AG than J.D. McDonough. What do you think about his big-ass head? Um, I liked today that Rhea Ripley was like, what? Oh, was that what you were going to say? Damian Priest said, I'm not the one walking around with a big head because of WDB 2K24. And JD goes, hey. Yeah, and And then then Rhea was like, oh, I'm the one with the big head. And she goes, do you hear that? And JD goes, I heard it. I love that they're working that in. I think it's because he's got little, like, shorter arms, too, maybe. I want to say this. Well, you heard it. He's top heavy. He's a very good sport about it. And I I gotta I gotta yeah. say I respect that. Yeah. Miz defeated Dominic. Uh the R Truth shenanigans continue, of course. Uh, but any any thoughts on this one? On the Miz and Dominic Mysterio? Oh, oh my thoughts. Oh my thoughts. Here are my appropriate for this podcast thoughts. Um 
Damn, let me hold on. I, I got to think about what I'm going to say Don't drop F-bombs, please. I'm not going to drop any F-bombs. But you did earlier. Well, that was an accident. So it wasn't done on purpose. I wasn't trying to purposely hurt you. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'm just going to be nice, all right? When I saw that sure. this match was announced, I just thought, why? Why do they do this I, to me? Why? I said out loud, who is this for? This is literally it. I feel like it just, I mean, I'm so thankful when our truth comes out and he's part of this and he just makes it so much better. But this is when I felt the exact same way seeing this match announcement that I felt when I saw Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal announced. Sorry. Alex Diaz says, "Are Morrow, is Morrow on good terms with WWE and Triple H? Uh, last I heard he was. Wrestling with Movie says this is a reach and a joke, but imagine if Mercedes didn't sign the dotted line and she helps Bailey win, eliminates herself, then dips to AEW. <laughs> that is the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. Uh, well, and then just ben make sure says, she collects that paycheck first. <laughs> yes. Is Gail Kim a possibility for the Rumble? Seems to be some teases online with her and Natty. Uh, me and Gail Kim poke fun at each other. Gail Kim was sincerely like when when I wrestled, my first finisher was eat defeat because I liked Gail's Gail Kim's work so much. She's one of my favorites of all time. I think that she is owed a strong rumble appearance and some shine and some respect and a lot of the things that she didn't get because she went over to TNA. She helped establish the knockout. She said, okay. You know what? I've done that, so let me go back to WWE and see if it helped. It didn't, so she took her ass back to TNA. I've got a ton of respect for that woman. Um, the, somebody, I asked somebody to explain her in one word in TNA, and they said, unfuckwithable. And I was I like, yep, that. that is Gail Kim. That is absolutely Gail Kim, and I hope she gets that. She deserves a Hall of Fame induction as well. Literally anybody that I talk to that goes to TNA or works as TNA, worked at TNA or has worked at TNA, everybody has a Gail Kim story and a yeah. Gail Kim appreciation type of story. Oh, yeah. Tom says, is the Elimination Chamber card a little more subject to change due to Seth's injury? Could we see Roman in Australia now? So, Tom, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I asked WWE in an official capacity, is Roman Reigns going to be there? They said, and I quote, card subject to change. Now, if you guys have followed Fightful Select, best $5 in the business, you know that when I travel to these Royal Rumble Week shows, I have an awful lot of conversations in person that end up uh, gaining a lot more details about stuff like that. So I'm going to see who I can bully in real life into telling me things. Oh, damn. So Sean Rossap admits he's a bully. I'm putting that yep. up on my little Scoopsies yep. page. I, I'm putting uh, WWE execs into trash cans and telling them to give me their lunch money. Marquise Film says, we'll be in Tampa this weekend. So pumped. It'll be my first PLE since one night stand 07 here in Jacksonville. Man, that's fun. Royal Rumble blast, man. Uh, I, I'm, I just, it, it's been a while since I've traveled. It's been really since, besides WrestleCade, uh, London, all in. So I'm excited to to see some people. Yeah, and of course, Denise. Here. I showed up. I've got my travel a day early. I came into Wednesday because they always do community events on Thursday. Guess <laughs> what they're doing on Thursday? Nothing. 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 So and uh, this time, usually it's the other way around. I come in early and do the community events, and this yeah. time I'm coming in on Thursday. There you go. 
Nia Jax came oh, and out. This, I, oh, never mind. I'm not. This time, I'm literally doing the Sean Ross sap trip. I'm literally doing this. I'll I'll explain later. I'll explain later. Nia Jax promo. <laughs> she is joined by Becky Lynch. They say a lot of the same things they had been saying, but it sets up Bailey coming out there. Who later we hear was it? Because people are saying, well, "What about the brand split?" And I agree. I completely agree. But I got to say they did a good job explaining it. Adam Pierce said. I brought you here to promote the Royal Rumble and to promote this tag title match that's happening on Friday uh, because some of my talent is going over there. So I want to promote that accordingly. Um, I think Nia Jax is doing the best work of her entire career right now. She handled She'll the what chance. She's up, up alive with those what chance, though. And she, I think she handled him pretty well. Yeah, she, she, she shut him down. But, um, yeah, what you what do you think of this? I think a lot of what you just said right now with it being sort of the same things, it, it really kind of is. But I did I did like the line from Becky Lynch where she had told her that she was um, that she had hurt half the women in the locker room because that's such an easy like jab yeah. at Nia Jax. But it really was a lot of the same thing. I, I actually didn't feel as strongly as you did about the promo work. I thought that the what chance really just like carried like I can't tell you anything Nia Jax said. All I remember is the what chance in this. I just I just thought she stopped them well. And with the, the Bailey or the Becky thing, uh, I didn't think that, that line made sense within the context because Nia is supposed to hurt those girls within the context but of the show. I think we all know what she meant by that. I know that, but it doesn't make sense here. It doesn't make sense here because she's supposed to hurt those girls on this show. That's that like if she said like that a, in a shoot story, like kayfabe yeah. type thing. If yeah. she said that at, at media day or something, okay, that's that's a way you could add a little bit more into it. Uh, Bailey ends up, you know, the, Nia Jax uh, lays everybody out, but K K seven seven five says, I agree that Bailey's winning the Rumble, but WWE's doing a good job making me hope Becky has a shot to win it. I at least hope she eliminates Nia. Right now, Bet Online AG, our great partners, have Bailey as the favorite. Becky Lynch is the second favorite. Nia Jax is the fourth favorite. Do you know who wow. number three is? No, who? Jade Cargill. Oh, okay. That's that would be interesting because they would be expecting a whole lot because she hasn't wrestled yet on WWE. She hasn't appeared in a long time. Um, if yep. she came out and won the rumble, it would be a big, a big leap, honestly, a big leap. But I don't Will know. Chisholm, Who knows? Will Chisholm says, I'm feeling more safe to put my money on Bailey winning the rumble. She's got a layer out. So go home. Math says she won. Oh, she got laid out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she is the betting favorite. Wrestling with Movies says have Bailey and Becky the final two in the Rumble. Bailey wins it. Becky then has to get Rhea or has to get to Rhea. So she wins at the Chamber in Australia. And after Rhea wins on that show against Nia, Becky comes out to challenge her for Mania on her home continent. I, like well, I that. would also I would also like to see Becky win matches before then. Win matches. She just got beat by Nia. If she loses the Rumble, I want her winning matches. If it's a top contender match, I mean, put her in the chamber. Top contendership. Oh, boy. By the way, guys, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Vin says, WWE should have Hulk Hogan come out as a rumble surprise only to swerve and have a different surprise. Rock Sammy McAfee. Well, that ain't going to happen. But Hulk Hogan teasing that he's got one more in him. Uh, no, 
He don't. First off, he's 70. Uh, however, I thought the video worked. I mean, personally, I think Hulk Hogan is a big old piece of shit. Uh, I thought his video was effective. I thought I thought the, the video was pretty appropriate for what they were promoting. He was joking, though, right? Yes, he was joking. Okay, just making sure. I wasn't too sure if he was joking or not. I don't know. He was joking. You never Hindu know. Share, Hindu shares backstage. They met with Pierce. Uh, we had the Priest interview with R-Truth and the McIntyre interview. We'll get back to them later. Damage Control confronted by Tegan and Natalia. And Adam Pierce scolded damage control. We are uh, going to see more of that uh, because the reason they got scolded was they got involved uh, with Caden and Katana after this tag match where Shayna and Zoe beat Candice and Indy. Uh, I'm glad that Shayna and Zoe won this. Candice and Indy have got to undergo some sort of transformation, though. Shayna and Zoe, I think winning is the right call. They are becoming a more cohesive unit each week. Katana and Caden are outside, so you get them on TV. They get attacked by the Kabuki Warriors. So you've got four teams involved. Then you get a fifth one involved later on. And none of them are Chelsea and Piper, who have been the most prominent team. I'm glad. You know what? It's slow and steady, but they're starting to get it cooking with the women's tag team division. I just hope they can keep it going. Yeah, I thought that the team of Zoe and Shayna was something that I thought was appealing as well. You know, they match. They go well together. I like their little vibe that they got going. Um, Indy and, and uh, Candice, I mean, they haven't really done anything real with them. I mean, honestly, I mean, I will say this, though. There is a bright side. They've been on TV, so that's good because there was a period of time where they weren't even on TV. So, you know what? At least they're on TV, but they're kind of just there right now. They haven't really given them anything real substantial to, to make you say, Oh, I'm really interested in them. Like, I feel like I'm personally more interested in Ivy Nile and Maxine Dupree. And even then there's Ivy only Nile. been so much. And I'm so I'm much more interested in that because they've at least given us a look into who they are when they're together. What are their personalities? You know, all of that, all of that stuff matters. And I, that's something that's been missing from the indie and uh, Candace side of things. Like, obviously we'd seen it a long time ago, but we haven't seen it now. We haven't seen it currently. Wrestle Talk Canada says, thank you, Sean and Denise, for the work you put in every week as a startup. I appreciate the shout outs. Hope you do a live stream for Royal Rumble. I will be here for a Royal Rumble post show. If for some reason I can't be, we do have a backup plan uh, contingent or, or in order. Brandon Charles Powell says, do you think the women's tag titles will be defended in the chamber? I like that idea. You've got damage control uh, or the Kabuki Warriors. You have Chelsea and Piper. You have Ivy and Maxine, Tegan and Natalia, Caden uh, and Katana, Shayna and Zoe. And you've got uh, another team in case one can't make it there. You've got like seven or eight teams. You can do that. Sure. I like that. I think that's cool. Ivar defeated Chad Gable. Holy shit. Will Chisholm says Chad Gable took that New Japan bump tonight. That's Triple H saying, see, Okada and Julie, you can still work strong <laughs> style. I couldn't believe when Ivar did that spot. That like reverse body slam off the buckles. Uh, Gable was just suplexing that son of a bitch all over the place. There was a pro over plunge. Some moonsaults. These two, listen, Chad Gable is like 200 pounds, and he had a sirloin beef sons of bitch match with Ivar, Denise. 
They were slapping meat. This was really good. This was phenomenal and just continues to prove that Chad Gable is a gem on the Raw roster. Honestly, uh, this guy does not have bad matches. Like, bad match is not in his DNA at all. It's just not. Um, the freaking suplexes for me. Oh, that's what did it. Especially the second one when they were in the, uh, uh, when they were in the, uh, gosh, turnbuckle area. Like, I was just like, oh, shit, what the hell are we doing? When he, like, creeped I don't even know how he got there. It was like one second he was in front of him. Then he swooped over to the back of him, got in the grip and freaking suplexed him. I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, like what is happening right now? And he did it so flawlessly, so perfectly with a beautiful bridge afterwards. It was all perfect. Um, I was very, very intrigued in that. Um, dang, I don't know what else to say. The moonsault was nice. That freaking Ivar did afterwards. Right. That was cool. All of it. I really enjoyed this a whole lot, man. This was good. We're actually going to cover the main event before the promo, but we had the Priest interview with R-Truth, the McIntyre interview, and then Drew McIntyre defeated Damian Priest in the main event because of R-Truth, who was trying to get involved and give Damian Priest his cut. Quote the Raven says, so Truth is going to be murdered next week, yeah? We still got the Royal Rumble. He can cost Damian Priest his spot in the Rumble as well. Good match. Like, again... These are two guys that big ass dudes, six five, moving the way that they move, having the type of match that they're having. Uh, everybody that ever saw Punishment Martinez's work in ROH knew that he would fit on the WWE main roster. It is one of those things where I was surprised it took as long as it did for them to believe in him at this level. I'm not surprised that he's succeeding at this level. He, he's just doing incredible work there. Drew McIntyre has become one of the most interesting characters in pro wrestling, in my opinion. Oh, my God. You know what I really liked from Drew McIntyre today? What's that? Um, when he was talking about how people are always asking him or, like, kind of feeling sorry for him for being COVID champion when he was like, yeah. I was somebody that came out to work. I was a champion when you guys needed a champion most. I thought, damn, he's right because we did – Oh, bad for him i was like damn bro like that kind of sucks you know being champion in the COVID era but the way that he kind of painted it as like no this was what it was this is what it meant and i thought that was really good man i'm really like that he put a spin on something that let's be real it sucks for him to have to be COVID champion during, this is so champion much during better, COVID era excuse this me is so much better than him having to bring out a dumbass sword to the ring and all this stuff like this is so much better uh, truth causes a bit of a distraction. So here's here's the thing. He cost Damian Priest the match, but also Damian Priest would not have been in position to win the match if not for R-Truth because R-Truth also distracted Drew McIntyre. So Priest can kind of be mad about it, but also, like, I, all, I honestly would not mind Damian Priest talking to Judgment Day and saying, like, because they're going to be mad at him, obviously. And Priest being like, I can be mad at him, sure, but I also was not in position to win without him because Priest has been the most reasonable one about this so far. Finn Balor's just smiling, laughing, taking whatever. JD hates him. is getting fed up with the shit. And Dominic just follows along with what everybody else does. I'm I'm into this storyline. I really enjoy this storyline. And um, 
I love that Drew was like, you know what, man? You didn't just cost me or cost yourself that championship. You cost me the championship, and that's why we have issues. It's been pretty good. Alex Alberto says, do you think Rhea Bianca happens at Mania 41? I think that Rhea and Bianca main event a WrestleMania at some point. I don't know if it'll be next year, but at some point, uh, because the Horsham and four-way ain't happening anytime soon. So I refuse to think about WrestleMania 41 when WrestleMania 40 has not happened yet. After WrestleMania Fair. 40, I will think of WrestleMania 41. Fair. Well... Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, face-to-face. They shake hands. They exchange some pleasantries. We got a bunch of Super Chats and Humper Chats about this, so go ahead and get them in because this is our last segment. CM Punk says, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about your dad. And uh, (laughs) Cody's like, of course you do. And CM Punk said that in 2007 or 2006, whenever the hell it was that that Cody Rhodes was sent to FCW, Dusty Rhodes told him to watch out for him, or or he was getting called up. Asked him to uh, watch out for him, all that, and Punk said, you didn't really need anybody to watch out for you. You were pretty mature then. But then he went into Dusty Rhodes' history. And the thing about this is, Dusty Rhodes has always said he is the common man. He is the son of a plumber. Cody has never said that. Cody has said the opposite himself. He has readily admitted it. He was like, I did go through tough times, but I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. CM Punk highlighted that, and he said, I wasn't. I was born the son of an electrician. He was more blue-collar than you are. I am more the American dream than you are. And then Cody Rhodes fired back. And this is, honestly, this is how I've always felt. He says that CM Punk cut that pipe bomb promo and said a lot of things that needed to be said about WWE. However, CM Punk walked out and didn't pass the torch to anybody. He dropped the torch. And it took Cody Rhodes a couple of years after that, but he picked up that torch and he went and did everything that CM Punk said that he would, could, or that people should do. He helped change things in wrestling for the better. And he says as a result of that, he is more CM Punk than CM Punk is. CM Punk references not just what's going on with Cody, but what happened to him. Cody Rhodes is trying to finish his story, and then, oh, look at this. Here comes somebody who's a bigger star than you to take it away. Well, that's not just what happened to Cody Rhodes right now, because CM Punk said, by the way, that's me. But this also happened to CM Punk 11 years ago when he should have main evented WrestleMania, and The Rock moseys on in and takes his spot. These two guys are parallel in so many ways, Denise. And they have this incredible, intense face-off to the point to where I'm going, screw everybody, wins their match. This was fantastic. 
This was definitely for me. I would say that this has been my favorite promo so far uh, of 2024. I know we're only 22 days in, but this was my favorite promo of 2024 um, from any promotion that I'm watching. I loved what CM Punk and Cody Rhodes did here. I think for me, um, the biggest thing that I loved was that every time I thought, oh, damn, you know what? CM Punk got him there. All of a sudden, Cody Rhodes came in and I was like, oh, damn, Cody Rhodes got him there. And so I liked the fact that every time I thought one guy won with what he said, the other guy shot back. And that to me was like, okay, good. Because the last thing I want is to see either CM Punk or Cody Rhodes get like absolutely swept away or murdered in this freaking uh, promo war. And to me, the parallels that you were mentioning, but also like the differences when he was talking when Cody Rhodes had mentioned that, you know, he was a nepotism baby, and he was a nepotism hire and all of this, right? Um, and CM Punk was the guy that had been going to the indies and wrestling and working his way up and doing this for several years. That I really, really liked that he drew that comparison and that he was uh, that difference, excuse me, and that Cody Rhodes mentioned that himself. Like that to me was like, oh, I like that you brought that up. But CM Punk basically saying that he was more American dream than than Cody Rhodes. I thought, damn, how the hell is Cody Rhodes going to come back from that? And when Cody Rhodes met Cody Rhodes mentioned the pipe bomb and he had mentioned that he was more CM Punk than CM Punk. That's when I thought, dude, I don't know where to go here. I don't know who to root for. I can honestly say that I am split in half between wanting to root, root for Cody Rhodes to finish his story, but also seeing CM Punk get his due, get his moment. Uh, I'm rooting for both guys, and I know that it's not possible, but I'm rooting for both guys here. And I feel like you're right when after this, I'm going, I want to see Cody Rhodes CM Punk because this promo really, really, it sold me. It sold me a ticket, man. It really, really did. We got a uh, a bunch of super chats, a bunch of humper chats. Ke seven seven five says, "Hopefully, Punk can stay happy and out of trouble." Fantastic promo segments with Seth, Drew, and Cody. We still have Roman, Randy, AJ, Kevin, Sammy to go. Man, there's just so many possibilities here. And you know what? There were in AEW as well. Sheldon says, "I wish Cody dropped the same lane as, line as Jake the Snake Roberts did right before Jake bumped him." You never turn your back on someone you respect or you're afraid of. I think they are keeping all physicality to the Royal Rumble there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Cody doesn't get one-upped in promos anymore. Vonnie says, why did Punk lie saying he can separate business from personal? Listen, I'll use that to plug the, the timeline video that we have on Fightful Tuesday at noon Eastern. Uh, and I'll use this opportunity to plug FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business you're going to want to subscribe this week. We have a lot of interesting news, including Tuesday. I asked around about the conversation that The Rock and Cody had at day one from the pictures that emerged, and I was able to find out. Orion Ben says, I would have loved someone like Bronson to have jumped Cody and Punk, take that opportunity while they distracted emotionally to get one up on them. No, I, I think this think... was just about them. It was good yeah, the way it was. I agree. Will Chisholm says, I love how Punk told Cody, I've seen this story before. I was you 10 years ago when The Rock took my spot, but only to say, now I'm taking your story. I thought that was 
art that was great stuff. Cam's Glizzy says the Cody Punk promo was cool, but following up with Hogan and that ending in the main event left the whole show with a sour taste. It's like they didn't have an ending and said, we'll have some truth, distract uh, the ref with cash. Everyone looked stupid there. You know, I I think this was a spot where the main event promo could have worked. I think the main event promo and them going nose to nose could have closed the show. Oh, hell yeah. Easily. Easily. Um, We got Andrew Cool says, I feel the world title should be triple threat, adding Cody, which leads to uh, a cash in from Priest. Then you do Rock and Roman Night too. Man. No. 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 I'm not, not doing no. this for another hour, Sean. Remember the no. other day we, we spent a whole hour just talking about WrestleMania main event matches? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Jonathan Corona says, it's wild that we never got to see Punk versus Cody at AEW, but now seeing them in WWE in that promo was so damn good. Jesus Christ. It was fantastic. It really was. Uh, now I want to address... Uh, Billy saying, hey, Sean, just coming in. They're reporting that morale is good in AEW and that Mercedes signed her contract. Uh, no, that was dog shit aggregation from Reddit. Uh, I'll give you guys a little background. About once a month, I, there was a member of our social media team who would pass me along some links and they would say, hey, here's some things that we see as misinformation or we have some misinformation in these threads. You should go correct these for the sake of Fightful sponsors, etc." The last time I got Reddit links, I took one link, look, I commented, and then I said, you know what? I'm just deleting my whole goddamn Reddit account because it ain't ever worth it, and it's never going to be worth it to try to correct what is aggregated there. Our stories are on Fightful. They are on Fightful Select. If you see anything with SRS or Fightful, you can just go to Fightful.com or FightfulSelect.com. That's it. Because now, what they're claiming today is that I said that Mercedes signed her contract. No. Maybe she has. I have reason to believe she has. I suspect she has. I did not report she had. If, she, if I find out that she signed her contract, you're not going to read about it on Reddit. You're going to read about it when Sean Rossap posts a tweet that says, Mercedes Monet has signed with AEW, Fightful can confirm. More details at Fightful Select. And it's going to have a neat little link to FightfulSelect.com. You ain't going to see it on some Reddit page. Shit is just so annoying. And yes, I have heard that morale is better. So at least there's that. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I know nothing is confirmed. Just saying in WWE, they aren't booking Drew like a guy who's on his way out. Um, I think that Triple H is too smart to book him like absolute dog shit and expect him to stay. Marquis says, only four matches, so much suspense. Give these rumbles all the time in the world, Triple H. Yeah. I mean, we had two incredible performances last year. I don't think we'll have the hour-plus performers, but yeah. Quote the Raven says, I'm glad Rhea got the cover of 2K24, but why should she share it with Bianca when Bianca hasn't really done much since last year? Uh, Because Bianca is about to have a reality show. Bianca is a star, and you know what? Putting them both on the cover, I think, is fantastic. I can't even name all of the sponsorships and brandings that Bianca Belair has done for WWE. Off the top of my head, Snickers, 2K24, uh, C4 Energy, Snickers. Oh, I already said Snickers. Slim Jim. Uh, I mean, this girl is 
always like their spokesperson for so many products. And now she's going to go out there and do this reality TV show on Hulu, which by the way, I saw the trailer and it looks pretty good. I'm, I'm actually interested in watching it and I'm not a reality TV show person, but there were some topics that Bianca touched on that I was kind of curious about in this uh, trailer. Oh, I think it looks great too. Tom Townsend says, Sean Denise, a little off topic. What do you think of the eventual pairing of Okada and Heyman? he chooses to sign with wwe oh my god i, I, I hadn't can, even thought about that till he said it yeah i think that could be really good honestly <laughs> that would be I crazy think, yeah last four for the rumble for men's who are they cody punk drew sammy i, think I was about to be. say sammy yeah yeah denise tell the people where they can find you youtube.com slash denise salcedo i post content there each and every single day it's my baby uh of course i'll be at the rumble too so there's gonna be tons of content going up there so yeah check it out boris says is cam the true glizzy king yeah i mean we're headed towards the royal rumble and uh, i know that cam is gonna have 29 of those some bitches lined up and he's gonna go for over an hour like he is not gonna be able to stop He's going to go raw, no bun, no water, nothing like that. And he's just going to hammer those down. Thank God it's in, at least in warm weather like Tampa too, because because doing that in this cold weather, that seems dangerous. Anyway, guys, thank you to our moderator, Luis. A reminder, the hump was today. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Avoid terrible aggregations that you're going to read this week. Just subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Please check out these great videos we did. The compilation of uh, Royal Rumble interviews, the seven things that we would change about the Royal Rumble, and the CM Punk video. If you guys like these, we'll do more of them. Until next time, guys, we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.